Good. Okay. Well, we are back for another episode of Make It Happen with Morris Plus Property Inspections. As always, my name is Chase Kerr. I am the marketing executive here um, at Morrison Plus Property Inspections, and I'm here with our founder, Dwayne Morrison. Dwayne, how are we doing today? We're doing absolutely fantastic, and we're being awesome. Being awesome. Mackenzie, how about yourself? I'm doing great. It's a good Friday. Yeah, it is a great Friday. Summertime, Southern California. Starting to heat up down here, Getting which hot. is always fun. Uh, but, you know, we have, a, have been having a good week here in the office. A uh, new franchise owner is actually uh, in the back half of his training academy, um, coming, to, coming soon to Park City, Utah. And so uh, super excited for that. Uh, the training academy has been been going great. It's been fun having him here, um, especially with the kind of the one-on-one time we get to have with our franchise owners during the academy, um, especially with him specifically being just the one dude coming through the program at the time kind of gets a little more personalized uh, kind of approach to what we're doing here, which which makes it for a fun time. Yeah, it's been a minute for since we've done that. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, typically you deal with a couple people at a time in academy and things um, have to be a little bit more kind of on the schedule, but when it's a little bit more personal time, uh, one-on-one exposure, we're able to kind of tailor it a little bit to, to suit the needs of the individual, which is fun and uh, super excited for Jared to get going in Park City, Utah and covering, I think, the the eastern half of salt lake as well and so yep he's gonna be out there uh moving and grooving as i like to say and and growing and doing good things and expanding right. the morrison brand uh another state out east uh further from california which is super exciting slowly but surely nationwide yes indeed yes indeed we're getting there we're getting there but Did uh you just say it was out east <laughs> oh east from california right, right? i mean okay. somewhat e- east of us <laughs> yeah east, east of yeah. us yes he's their most eastern yes. franchise we're, right? we're pushing further and further away from the west coast uh slowly but surely thought we'd uh, clarify that yeah yeah i just want to make sure uh i, I do know my geography well i, I i'm hoping we're going to get uh, some kind of word here pretty soon maybe even going all the way back east right mm-hmm. maybe even pu- pushing something in atlanta georgia i don't know but yep yeah it's possible yeah well uh i think i actually just reach out to the gentleman this afternoon to see kind of what the next steps are on that but today the focus of the topic is commitment I think this relates to a lot of people um, in terms of when setting goals for yourself or when deciding to make a decision for your career path for really anything in life, uh, not just going, not dipping the toe in the water, but committing fully to what you want to achieve uh, and what the goals and the aspirations you have for yourself. Um, And so I'm excited to kind of dive into that. But before we do, I want to remind everybody uh, and our listeners to like and subscribe uh, we are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Stitcher, um, and I think those are all of it so far. But your guys' support and subscriptions mean a lot. And, of course, hit that notifications button. Hit that share button, too, to friends and family who might be interested in listening in on business mindset, uh, entrepreneurship, franchising, and home inspections especially. Um, but, uh, Dwayne, commitment. What does commitment mean to you when that, when that word said um, in this kind of setting? Well, what kind of pops in your brain? Well, I mean, you know, for me, it's 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 a broad net. Mm-hmm. You know, when when there a commitment is made, I think uh, it's a decision. Mm-hmm. You know, you've come to a point where you're you're putting a hard line out there, and uh, you know, you got to weigh all your options. You got to take a look at something. It's serious. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that you do because somebody asked you. Uh, I mean, I mean that there is a time for that, but I mean, most of the time you need, it's something that's taken seriously. And for example, for me, when I make a commitment, I do it. Um, 
And that's just the bottom line. Yeah, following through with um, whether it be your word, promising something to somebody, or a commitment to yourself or your family, um, and not backing down from kind of what's in front of you and keep pushing forward. I know we spoke about last time, um, we, we were kind of touched on veterans and franchising and kind of led into, uh, I think even the previous one before that led into what the question, what is your why, right? Right. And that why is part of your commitment to what you're doing. And you mentioning your son, obviously having a young family, uh, right. your why is pushing for a better life for them and providing for them and doing what you want out of your life with you know, them as the the purpose driver. Yeah, making a commitment. I mean, for, first and foremost, you can talk talk about making a commitment for a career. Mm-hmm. You can talk about making a cr- commitment for uh, you know your spouse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can talk about making a commitment on a, on a loan. You know, you sign in papers. You're going to commit to pay money back. Uh, uh, you know, and those are things that we all have to do one way or another. I get job applications that come in to apply to work for our company all the time. And one of the first things I look for is how many jobs have they had in the last three or four years? And if I see three months, six months, one year, next year, another one, two years, six months, this person does not commit. If they can't commit to a job in a company for a period of time to get their act together before they can figure out what it is they're doing this. First of all, it tells me they're disorganized. Mm -hmm. They're not together. They're not uh, reliable. And they're not somebody that knows how to make a commitment. And yeah. that, that just speaks to their character uh, or their integrity. And, you know, whatever it means. I mean, I'm not trying to disparage somebody that has that on a resume, but it just, th- this person is not a good fit for a company where we need commitments because this person is not capable of doing it at this point in time. Absolutely. And I think a lot of that ties into, uh, I think, something that's a very relevant thing on, on media or that we see on all kinds of different different postings. It's all like the, the quick fixes, the immediate return, um, the overnight success type of stories that a lot of people get sold to nowadays. And when it comes to your job, especially in your career, uh, there's no overnight sales tactic that's gonna make you a millionaire because you sign up for this dude's coaching class, right? Or uh, there, there's a thousand of them out there. I don't know about you guys, yeah. but I mean, there's a thousand dudes on YouTube trying to sell you their coaching program about how they got they're making $10,000 a month in, in, in month two. And then ne- all of a sudden they're millionaires when they're 23 years old. And it's not real. And all of that is, um, sure. You might have the, uh, the one-offs that got lucky, right. Or they just, they had, they, they found the path and they figured it worked it out for them. But in the grand scheme of things, uh, there's really no such thing as kind of overnight success or, mm-hmm. or, or quick fix. That's going to solve all your problems or, be your dream job out of nowhere um, and get you the things you want in life. It's really the commitment to something that allows you to learn about yourself first off, right? I mean, if you're committing to a job and you're working through the processes and you're figuring out what applies to you in your life, what, what, what do you like? What don't you like about this? Where are your skill sets better aimed towards uh, in terms of type of position you're working in? Uh, that commitment and then the passion to do what you love, I think kind of pushes you forward and kind of teaches you a life lesson in a sense as to what's your next direction in life if you choose to decide. But like you're mentioning people who might be uh, floundering a little bit and kind of bounced around job to job. Um, Settle down. Yeah, I think. You know, show that you're, show, show that, that you're, you're stable. Mm-hmm. You know, put, put a three-year job, three or four-year uh, uh, job position on, on your resume and you'll find out how quick people might want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even talk to people. I don't, they don't show me that. 
you yeah. know? Yeah, and yeah. well, if you think about it. You haven't earned the right to even speak to me yet. Yeah, what, well, and also to ask the question, like, what did you really learn in just working for a job for three months or six months, right? In terms of the grand scheme of things. I mean, I can imagine looking back, at least for myself, starting the position I started in with, with us specifically, my first three months was just like catch up time, trying to figure out sure. what's going on around us. Yeah. And then it started turning into more of like a development type of phase and then kind right. of getting my feet underneath me. And if I only spent three or four months at my job or this position at this, at this company, I wouldn't have learned a fraction as to what I currently know now, or have applied my skill sets in different directions because I'm so new that I don't have an opportunity to do so yet. And so you really don't, I would, I would never have a chance to really test myself or kind of expand my skill sets because I never. Well, I think an analogy to, to, for that, for people that can really understand it is, you know, in uh, uh, first grade, you learn addition mm -hmm. and subtraction, then you start moving through, then you learn multiplication, mm -hmm. but you can't do multiplication if you don't know addition and subtraction. And then you go into uh, fractions, <laughs> right? And division or division and then in the fractions and then once you're in the fractions now you can go into algebra mm -hmm. right and i mean that is algebra but i mean so um no that, that's a great analogy because it's you have if, to build on it because if you're if you're if you're bouncing around 24 7 you're in this sense you're stuck in the first grade kind of redoing the same exactly, stuff over again. Exactly. you never really compounded the things you've learned to apply to a, a higher job position because you never put yourself or given yourself the opportunity. Well, and, and that's how we look at it. Because when I see that, that this person's never made, been able to actually commit to a company, mm -hmm. we all listen. I don't care what job you're at and what company you are. There's going to be downs. Yeah. There's going to be down days. And there's going to be times where you're not liking, if not several months, if not a year, you ain't liking being there. Mm -hmm. Well, it says something about somebody because that sticks in it mm -hmm. and, and, and stays and works there because they need to have that stability. They need to have that job. And they're not just always looking for the next best, best fix. Mm -hmm. It just tells you that this person's able to make a commitment. They're stable, they're reliable, and they're going to be around. Um, and that they've actually done that. They've, they've graduated from the first grade to the second grade to the third grade, and were able to, uh, develop in a position. Um, it's just how that is, it, you know, just how it is. And so uh, making a commitment to a company and a job is a big deal. And uh, it, it speaks volumes when you look at somebody's resume and they've been at the same company for five, six, seven, eight years, mm -hmm. 10 years. I've been working with this company 10 years. It, I mean, we're talking about what all those things mean now. Uh, but that means they went through the ups, they went through the downs, they watch people come, they watch people go. And they were the rock. Mm -hmm. you, you, you know what yeah, I mean? In a lot of ways, yes. And, and and you don't always get raises every year. You know, you don't always get more money and more money. And it's not about that. It's about, you know, you being a stable, reliable person that's, you know, working somewhere. And it's a big deal. Um, and, and that person is a valuable asset to a company in, in that case. Now, do you see people working at the same company for 20 years at a time? Yeah. Not very often. Uh -huh. Uh, but I mean, a stable individual, I mean, it does happen. Mm -hmm. Um, right. and it's actually more often people, than people realize, but a lot of times you'll see somebody 10, 10, 15 years before they make a move, mm -hmm. you know, maybe they outgrew the company because they, they, they went from first grade all the way to 12th grade. And for them, at, they're at a point now towards the market change or the products have changed. And there's another company that's a better fit for them at that point. Yeah. There's it, a big difference in, between a, a job and a career, right? So a job. Right. Some people treat it, oh, I'm going to bounce around, do my thing, make a little money here and there. 
but a career is more in the essence of sustainable success because yeah. you do you do get your ups and downs it is a roller coaster and there's no perfect job per se without working hard no there's not um right. i don't care who you are there no, no job's perfect mm-hmm. no I was actually just listening to something, um, Mike Rowe, uh, the Dirty Jobs yeah, guy. Yeah, Mike yeah. Rowe, Mike yep. Rowe. Uh, I was cool. listening to a little segment he was talking about of um, the, the idea of a dream job mm. and how it's it's really majority of times just that. It's a dream. It's a fantasy that people lock in on that right. Right. sometimes almost blinds them from the opportunity in front of them that they have in their current position of what they could be doing with their skill set. And I, I, I can't put together the exact wording the way he was saying it but it resonated with me because in a lot of ways it's he's completely right because you have this fantasy of what you what you want in your job and what you want in your life and it puts blinders up about how can I be the best person I can be in my position right now to ele- continue to elevate myself right and continue pushing well and embrace and embrace that right I mean I'll, I'll I mean I'll go all the way back to when I started in property inspections I worked uh, temp jobs before I got the job at Amerispec in San Dimas. And those temp jobs, I embraced every single one of them. I wanted to prove to everybody that I was a, a, a respectable employee. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to be on time every single day. Um, I tried to I tried to make everything that I did. I tried to put 100% into every little task that I did, whether it was picking orders off the shelf in a warehouse as opposed to doing telesales at the, the, the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I did get burnt out at the telesales fairly quickly, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, I was there trying, yeah. you know, I just wasn't able to make sales all that much. <laughs> I, I think it's just trying to be the best, the best person you can be or the highest level of yourself. Try, right? try to because... be a positive person in the office to everybody else. I mean, you know, and, and, and one of the things that really helped me a lot and it changed my, my attitude was. I started to understand the, the value of even just having a basic job. Mm-hmm. I was overqualified for a lot of those jobs, but I didn't. I no longer, no longer thought about that. My whole thought was, you know what? I have a job, and I want to do everything I can. The measure of my success was how much, how much I could put into making this position that I'm fulfilling, and and how those efforts improved the company. Mm-hmm. And if I could actually improve the company with my efforts and the position I was doing, no matter how menial my position was, I really could stick my chest out, put my chin up and feel really good about what I, what it was that I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made me feel good on side, you know, on the inside, you know, when I was growing up, uh, you, you guys are younger than I am, but there was a big push here in the United States about made in America. Uh, There were stickers that were going out. Everybody was a big push for everybody to buy American, buy American. And there was competition going on between the United States and Japan. Mm -hmm. And the Japanese were saying disparaging, disparaging things about American workers, Mm. how we were lazy. Right. And, and American workers, it was true, you know, because a lot of American workers were lazy because we would only want to work a 40 hour work week when they'd work six, seven days a week in Japan. In fact, they go in at 6 a.m. and do calisthenics together. And my whole point with that is, is the Japanese, the, the, the measure of a man or a woman that was working for a company was how good they could help that company be. And they took that personally. Mm-hmm. 
yeah it wasn't just about like my paycheck it was it, it wasn't me 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 it was right. about us 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 and how much right. can how how can, can i bat 300 for the team right. you know come what can i do to make the team better because that makes me more valuable and a, and a better person what you gave to the business and the company is a measure of who you were mm. absolutely it, it kind of breaks down to the simple two two things with being a liability and being an asset right well, in, in the United in States here, there's a lot of that. A lot of yeah. em staff and employees are all about what can I suck dry out of the company, right. not realizing that's their company. Take right. ownership. You might be an employee, but it's your company, mm -hmm. right, right. right? You know, I mean, we were just talking about somebody that, that we're going golfing with next Monday. I'm not going to name anybody's names. <laughs> uh, but you mentioned something about what was the value of him and his company. And, and he's told you that he works for a Fortune 500 company. It's a big corporate corporation. Um, and he gets, you know, medical benefits and he gets, he gets all these things that help him, you know, take pride in working there. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and how that's an important thing to him. So he looks at what value he brings to the company by what he does each and every day. Mm -hmm. And that mindset is, is really about what commitment and what embodies commitment. Yeah. in a lot of ways, I mean, um, I think an applicable thought process would be so my position is marketing executive. So rather than taking the view of I'm just an employee that is here just to do a nine to five job and get paid and go home, why don't I view myself as you hire, you contracting me for my work to do, to, to market and to sell and do X, Y, Z and make it my business that you're hiring out, not just me as an employee. Well, right? and it, it changes the mindset on on how to operate in a lot of ways. Well, and you've heard that I don't know if this is cliche or if this is just a saying, but um, you're getting up in my business, mm -hmm. right? I'm all about I'm all about the business, right. you know. Let's you, you, all about the business, business. You know, the business, right? Well, in a lot of ways, that you know, when when you when you go to work. You know, when you're getting up in the morning, I mean, you, you tell me, you don't. everybody can just turn it off and don't think about it in the evening sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people, I guess, do, but um, it's important to, to make com a commitment to yourself to be the best you can be for the third of your life. Or is it a third? How many hours out of the day does, is an eight hour day? That's a, yeah, that's a third. third. So a third, of, a third of your life is a measure of who you are as a human being. And you're actually working on the business's time for a third of your a third of your life during the work week if not if, mm -hmm. if you only work five days right um you know why not why not have the best work life you can possibly have by by being a positive individual yeah absolutely and i think it's just i mean not everyone approaches work the same right with the same level of um like intent to be professional intent to better themselves uh, i think it's an important thing for people to do that um, because at the end of the day, you get to build relationships and make connections that are going to make your life better at the end. I mean, I know when I was in school, I worked for a moving company, right? Right. And I mean, I I'm lifting furniture for a living, right? Or, or, or for the for the time being, while I was finishing up classes and graduating, it's by no means a glamorous job. Um, but I was going to be the most organized guy and the most diligent guy by not breaking other people's stuff because I'm moving people's homes. When you take pride right? in that. And I'm gonna be the guy that takes the photo at the end of the day with the customer, so I get the 25 bucks on my on my bonus pay for the for the five star review, whatever it was. Um, and then when the position opened up for a lead driver, 
I was like, well, I want to be the lead driver. That guy gets a point fingers and I have to lift as much heavy stuff. I get to go wrap the furniture and then kind of direct and lead, right? <laughs> right, right. And then I was going to be the best person doing that at the higher pay and kind of continue making relationships. And then it led to, you know, I only worked there for six, seven months while I was wrapping up school, but it led to connections with a couple guys that I for not now have forever um, referrals to, to point people, if someone wants to ask me about my character or my, uh, the, my work ethic in a position where is labor, um, I got, I got that now. I locked in for the rest of my life. And it kind of adds to kind of what you're doing of self-improvement and self-betterment and, and committing to doing something because you said you're going to do it. So why not be the best you can be? You know, I was thinking about as you were talking about that, we, you know, we one of our most popular uh, uh, shorts, it's kind of like a reel, but it's a short. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's got about 8,000 views now. And it was the the discussion we were having over uh, getting uh, successful people or that, that can mentor and give you guidance to want to hang out with you, right? Mm -hmm. And we talked about, well, you know, you may not be the smartest person. You may not be able to provide a lot of value to somebody that, that's more, way more successful than you other than that, that person to make themselves better and wants to, you know, uh, uh, invest into people to help people be better. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm not going to get in. That's a whole nother reason and topic, but, but you know, where do you start to earn that? Well, you know, getting, getting up in the morning and being on time to work, making your bed, having good personal hygiene, do, do your laundry, pay your bills on time, you know, uh, have a good driving record, yeah. be an upstanding member in the community, you know, um, uh, in the, in that kind of thing. Well, tying that into commitment when you make a commitment to your business and you're doing all those things and you're really you really are investing into it well there's that's one third of the day if you're doing that in a way that you're supposed to be doing it then what the other third of the day when you're sleeping you're going to take that seriously too because you're going to go to bed and get enough rest and sleep so you can have a great day because you're rested and prepared for the day mm -hmm. right you know and so it it boils it, it kind of trickles down into all different aspects of your life if you want to compartmentalize a 30 year days at work a 30 year days sleeping a 30 year day you're spending with your family you're gonna you're gonna actually put quality time into that if not your hobby right and so you know you wanted to, it's not just commitment to work you have to make commitments all the time for everything mm. um like when I, I remember when in the early days of my family um, my wife used to make promises to the kids that she couldn't keep. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I used to, we used to get in arguments. I say, listen, don't make promises. Mm -hmm. You know, cause she would just want to tell you what you wanted to hear to mm -hmm. shut the kid up. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you know, because they wouldn't, they were brats sometimes, you know? And so, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was because it, that there was no commitment, you know? And so it just, it just was like a, a snowball effect. Things, things would just get wonky. And so, when the kids were growing up, I would never promise anything mm -hmm. unless I knew I was going to keep that promise. I would never do it. So you didn't get a lot of promises from me. <laughs> but when I did make a promise, it meant something as the years went went along. Now it may take extra long for me to fulfill a promise, but I, you know, I I did it. And then down did was I able to keep every single promise I ever had? Pretty close. Um, but there was a time when I broke a promise here and there. I mean, life's not perfect. Yep. Um, but I made a, a real conscious effort to never make promises because a promise is like a golden rule thing. You know, it's just, it was a commitment. Yeah, absolutely. It is. And if I'm breaking commitments in that area, you're, I'm breaking commitments in all kinds of areas, you know, and it's hard enough to, to, to get people to trust you in business and 
family members that trust you. But when you've got trust, uh, you, you it's a lot. And so, you know, there's a lot of unique things when you, when it talks about commitment. I think to make commitments a huge thing that most people don't talk about much anymore nowadays. Um, because people, you can tell somebody that, that, that literally people that show up late to parties by an hour, what kind of a, they they say they're going to come to your party, but they're not committed to you and your party. If they're Mm -hmm. showing up an hour late every single time, what kind of an individual is that? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, who, who does that? People do. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's just, uh, you know, people just kind of, you know, pass it off. Um, but you know, there's a, just a lot of different things. I mean, when it comes to work, and, and I have a staff member, and I'm trying to train them up, you know, and be there for them. I expect them to bring come halfway. Uh, like I've got a couple of guys right now. We've been trying to get them certified in a couple of departments, and they haven't been studying. I'm, I've been trying to get them certified to to fly drones for. I'll just I'll just say it, fly drones for a couple months now. And it's a, evidently a, a daunting test mm-hmm. to go to the airport and get your pilot's license to fly a drone. Essentially, is what you're doing, and those charts are complicated, you know. Um, but my commitment is that we're going to have everybody FAA 107 certified that's flying drones. So I'm dragging these guys through the muck and the mud by the back of the collar, and you know it's a commitment, and it's not always easy of just making the decision. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes making a commitment, let's get down to the, where the rubber meets the road, means that now you're going to be having to do the hard work, you're going to be frustrated, and you got to keep plugging away at it because to meet that commitment means now you got to be dedicated to something that's a struggle. That, that, that's a great point, and that's something I was going to kind of touch on there. I think people avoid commitment because of what you just said. It's not the easy route to go on. It's very easy to say, yeah, I, I might make it to the party. Because now you're just open. You could whatever pops up in your schedule, you're good to go, and you're gonna you could take you could take off. You, you yep. could show up yep. if you want. It doesn't matter. It's all up in the air, right? I never I never I never give a hard answer. Versus, even if you don't want to go to the party, you know it's the right decision. You told me you were coming. I'm coming, and you're gonna be there on time, and you're gonna be there to mm-hmm. hang out and be be attentive and be um, just just be there, right? And. That's something nowadays I think uh, just kind of gets pushed to the side in a lot of ways because they, they see it's the harder route to go because uh, committing to stuff. I mean, I've committed a handful of things in my life that's like, God, I do not want to go do this, but or, or I do not right. want to be here or I, I do not want to go out and do that right now. But <laughs> yeah. I, that's all the dang time. Yeah, all it's the all, time. The time. It's like, all the time. <laughs> I committed to it. I'm not going to yeah. not do it now because I've already so I've already given my word to somebody or yep. to myself. Right. That, of, of what I have plan, planned for me. It's hard because you got to learn gotta, to say no. Yeah, don't make commitments if, 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 if you got to learn to not make commitments mm-hmm. so we're talking about making commitments is a big deal you should make commitments mm-hmm. but don't make a commitment you know uh, haphazardly yes uh, because you should always fulfill your commitments once you make them and sometimes commitments suck mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and it's just how it is i mean I, i'm right. telling you what right now in business having certifications and licenses is important right and it's, it's every kind of business that there is, whether you're going to be an attorney, whether you're a doctor, mm-hmm. whether you're a home inspector, whether, you know, you're a drone pilot, whether, I mean, I don't know what industry, you're a contractor or a plumber or electrician or you're a franchise owner, right? I mean, you're making commitments and I'm going to tell you what, they're not easy to make. To, I mean, shoot, shoot. <laughs> Getting all of our inspectors certified at our company, we probably don't promote that enough. Mm-hmm. Do you know how how many long it took and how much pain and anguish and frustration it is to get some of these guys certified? 
I mean, it's not just snap of fingers and pay a check. You, you know, it, it's we should probably advertise that more because yeah. it's a big commitment to have a whole team and staff of a whole brand certified and, and, and licensed. And continue the education to stay certified. And in every service we provide, there's been training that's been met and certifications been made. Otherwise, that person's not doing that job. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a big deal. And commitment is kind of the bedrock of that. You know, it, it means that you stand for something. Absolutely. I, yeah. It's just to me when I, when I hear commitment in in this sense of, um, whether it be in, in your career or just in your daily life, it's really just being the best version of yourself you can be, um, when you commit to something, right? Well, I, I mean, that, that's what it is at the end of the day. It's making sure you're trustworthy you do what you say you say what you do um and and so what is commitment a part of let's let's, let's go to the other end of it chase what does commitment lead into if you're somebody that is reliable and fulfills commitments on on a regular basis and thinks the way we're talking and lives their life this mm -hmm. way that that's a precursor to leadership you're able to provide leadership to others and that's a good thing. And and just before we, go, I know you're going to speak on this here in a minute, but I'm going to give you a leadership too. aspect of my commitment to our my career and what what I do as far as our business and our brand and my position is I'm always banging the drum on you know our inspectors getting a good night's sleep, mm -hmm. yeah, right because they need to be committed to providing an excellent service, next level service to our customers on busy days. You know, and not only do I do I bug them about getting a good night's sleep, you know, uh, and being responsible with that, I bug them about carrying water and ice and an ice chest in the summer, which is we're getting ready to have that conversation here when the temperatures start going over 100 degrees. Yeah, it's slowly starting to get there. But you're providing leadership because I'm, you know, helping them to fulfill commitments at the highest level. So it's not just about making that commitment now. It's now what do you do with the commitment? Right. You provide leadership to others if if you're somebody that knows how to. And, and is really good at and understands the all, all the things involved with commitment but now there's a difference what type of commitment are you making mm -hmm. are you making the bare minimum commitment mm -hmm. or are you making commitment going all the way with it mm -hmm. you know we, we got franchisees that have, that have commitments that are getting uh comfortable at where they're at at their level so now they've gone all the way in the beginning but they're no longer going all the way anymore so commitments can change. They can be flexible because, um, you know, the future changes, right? Right, right. And no, nobody's perfect as well. And it's it's the thought about you have, say say you have 80% that day, right? You give all of that 80% that day. Yeah. Or if you have 75, 50, whatever it is, you give all of that percentage of what you can give that day. Because no one can give 150, 200% every single day. You know what I mean? Well, I would argue that, but I agree. Well, I get agree. what I'm saying. I, 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 I get your point. Yeah. So you, you give all that you have that day because nobody's perfect. Yeah, yeah, there are ups and downs. Yeah, that was a that's a lesson from Glendora High School baseball right there. Yeah, it was. Um, Adam Paletko, I remember mm -hmm. him coming. Uh, he's a pitcher for the Cleveland Guardians, the Indians, essentially, right? right? Um, and that's what he said. He goes, listen, like you sometimes you show up to the park and your arm's hanging off. Like your, your legs are sore from the lift the day before or you're, or you're exhausted from the finals you've been studying for, but Hey, you got to practice. You have a team, you have a game later this week. You're committed to being the best version of yourself. So give what you can give. Um, right. And don't, don't leave anything in the tank. And if you only have half energy today, give all of that. Right. And, right. and push yourself to be 
the best you can be and commitment essentially to me, like I remember you mentioned, um, or what you just brought up essentially about creates leadership type habits. Uh, it, it, it creates integrity, right? And it creates positive characteristics in yourself when you start doing the right things. Um, it kind of compounds and starts essentially building your self-identity in a lot of ways, right? As, as, a, as, a, as an individual and professional, you start holding yourself to a higher standard because you know what's right, you know what's wrong, you know the things you should commit to, things you shouldn't. Um, well, it is an identity, them. right? You start identifying mm -hmm. who you are and people identify you as somebody that, that makes yeah. commitments and fulfills them in whatever manner and way you do, mm -hmm. right? I mean, not everybody is the same. Yeah. Um, I, I want to speak a little bit to, uh, you know, business owners who are struggling making numbers. Uh, you know, think, go take a look in the mirror and look at how you are committed to making the numbers that you want to make. If you're not making those numbers, you, you, you need to figure out, hey, well, wait, maybe I'm not committing to my business the way I should. And all right, today I'm going to change that. I'm going to make a commitment because I'm either comfortable and it's my fault or I am not comfortable anymore and I want to make a change. I want to make some commitments and I'm going to follow through with those commitments because I'm going to self-identify as somebody who's top notch. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And sometimes, I mean, life can be a drag sometimes, right? Yeah. Things are not always happy, like you're mentioning. And sometimes it takes, like you said, to look in the mirror and are my motive, my, or my motivation, my level of motivation, um, my level of commitment to myself and my business, the same as it was when it was my first day on the job and I was pumped up and excited right. to, to have my, my first inspection. Let's, let's use our franchise owners. Sure. Are you as pumped up now about those daily tasks, about growing your business to the highest level and, and aspirations you had from day one as you are today? And if you're not, reanalyze. Well, right? it, there's- and, and figure out if that's something you still want. If it's not, then go from there. But you gotta well, make those choices for yourself. Chase, we're sitting here talking about commitment like we're all that, right? <laughs> you know, I mean, the bottom line is if, if I, I like your analogy, if you've recognized that you aren't as committed as you were in the past, mm -hmm. that's 50% of the way to getting where you need to be. Mm -hmm. Recognize that. And then you know what you can do? Call us <laughs> or, or, or figure out who you need to speak with or have a conversation with yourself if you're able to do that. Right. and come up with some solutions on how to get back there. Because mm -hmm. you need to get back there. Yeah, I go back there all the time. I, I, I get to where I'm slacking off, and I, I like a rubber band, snap myself back in, into doing that. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not always easy, and you got to figure out some things that can do that for you. Um, I mean, I, I'll tell you what, I, uh, uh, that retreat we went to uh, down in Cancun, that got me fired up for like two months afterwards. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm still fired up now. Um, but if, you know, at some point that later on this year, depending on what's going on, I'm probably going to need to like a rubber band, snap myself back into firing up again. Um, so do that for yourself. Yeah. The right, the recognition aspect of it's huge. Um, because times get tough and it's very easy to get lost in the daily tasks of whatever you're currently doing, the hum and drum of going through the motions. Um, and it, it takes, it takes an awakening, sometimes a rude awakening, uh, maybe, maybe confide in someone you trust and knows looks out for you, uh, to get their honest opinion about, am, are you being the best version of yourself you can be right now? 
and uh, and go from there and, and apply what you can to continue to improve yourself. Uh, I'm going to talk about something that's important to me for business owners and our brand, and that is if you're not doing the marketing because you're not making 100% commitment to doing it, change that. Mm-hmm. You want more numbers? Make 100% commitment to marketing, right? And like McKenzie said, and like you were talking about with the baseball analogy, if you're only 60% committed into marketing and that's all you got today, well, give that 60% at least. Don't just throw down a 5% effort when you really do have a 50 or 60% effort in you, mm-hmm. right? That That is an outstanding analogy because I get 50% effort into marketing all the time. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's not always 100%, but guess what it does? It, it creates a level of consistency that actually creates uh, a, a higher level commitment because it's a consistent commitment. Absolutely, it is. Mm-hmm. You know what? Love this topic today. Um, yeah. I think we're gonna be wrapping up here, um, but I think we had a lot of good points there, and I think uh, a lot of great takeaways from anybody in any position. Uh, but if you're out there and you're wondering what kind of success you can find from committing to a franchise system like Morrison Property Inspections, then <laughs> you, you could feel free to give us a call. Our phone number is 866-881-5027 or visit morrisonplusfranchise.com or someone like myself be happy to reach out to you after you fill out a request for information uh, and definitely be more than happy to share the success that our guys have found from committing to their business um, and from leaning on the support structure we have to allow them to do so. And so unless you guys have any kind of final notes today, we can wrap it up here on this beautiful Friday afternoon. Commit. <laughs> commit it there you go that's a final note there so be talking to everybody soon uh remember to like subscribe hit that notifications button and uh we'll go from there